Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. We want people who come and who end up loving the chosen to then have tools to grow deeper and to stay because it's sometimes hard hard to stay with Jesus. You come and it's exciting and it feels really good and then life doesn't go the way you think it should and you're disappointed in him or in things and um, disillusioned and, and fall away. And we don't want that for people. We want people to remain and grow deeper. So um, I think that's been our callings kind of in tandem as they've been working out. And that's our hope for people who watch is that they come without being judged and that they stay. And The Chosen is doing a great job at doing this. We're joined today by Amanda Jenkins. She is an author, a speaker, and a mother of four. She's also the lead creator for The Chosen's extra content, including The Chosen devotionals, Bible studies, and children's books. Today on Connections, she's going to share what it's like to be a part of The Chosen, what it's like to work with her husband, and the impact that The Chosen has had on her own faith. We're joined today by... Amanda Jenkins. I'm myself. I'm Colleen. And we have our guest host today. That's Sylvia Saints here. And today we're talking about The Chosen. Now, Amanda, when it comes to The Chosen, most people think of Dallas. We always, you know, forget about Amanda, but you have a huge <laughs> role in this. You have an extremely important role in all of this. We need the world to know what you do when it comes to The Chosen. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, yeah, I, I'm in all things from reading scripts to casting to, um, writing our extra content. So I stay pretty busy. (laughs) What is your favorite part about being involved with this? And what is it like to be able to work with your husband with something as huge as this? You know, it's been, it's been great. I think because, uh, for 20 years of marriage, we didn't work very well together, (laughs) like, like house projects. We would always be like, no, this way, no, this way. And, um, I think our skill sets just kind of, um, work very well alongside each other. So that's been really fun. And, and, and it's nonstop and it's an adventure and, and it's hard and it's exhausting and scary and all, it's all the things. It's been all the things for a few years now. Why did you and Dallas decide to create The Chosen? Oh, gosh, I'm not sure we decided to create The Chosen. I think God um, so brought us to a place of brokenness and no other options, actually. So I think <laughs> Dallas often tells his story of um, of career failure that that predated The Chosen. And it was in the days following some of his um his hardest days where he really didn't know if he was going to be a filmmaker anymore and was kind of okay with it because I think God just brought him to that place where he was totally surrendered, but then started putting on his heart um making a Jesus show, except there was no way to make a Jesus show because nobody would make um content with him anymore because of his previous failure. So it really was the Lord just like directing each step and bringing the right people into the right places at the right times and us just going, okay, I guess we're doing this because we have no other ideas or opportunities. So um, I certainly don't think either one of us would take credit for the idea, but, um, but yeah, Lord led. That is incredible. Uh, Amanda, thanks so much for joining us. I wanted to share a really quick story. So here at the radio station in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, we had somebody call in just this week and he shared that he gave his life to Jesus one week ago watching The Chosen. So I feel the impact of it here in Canada. And we know that The Chosen has more than 420 million episode views translated into 62 languages. Why do you think the fans love The Chosen so much? 
You know, I, I think that it's the way Dallas, um, out of brokenness, I think has found to tell the stories of Jesus where instead of, um, you know, the Bible is, is amazing and it's what we want everybody to go back to. It's the source, right? But, um, but if you put the Bible on the screen, it's just kind of, um, sermon to sermon, miracle to miracle. I think that's what people have done in the past and just representing that. And what I think Dallas and the writers have done is they've filled in based on everything that we know about, um, our history and the Bible and all the context of the culture and all that they've, they've filled in some of those human details. And so I think people are seeing themselves on the screen. I know I see myself on the screen and a dozen different people. Um, but it's, it's the idea that if you can connect to the people who were surrounding Jesus, you can connect more to these stories than um, perhaps we've been able to do in the past by just going sermon to sermon, miracle to miracle, if that makes sense. So I think that's why people are connecting with it. But I also think it's just what God is choosing to use right now. And God can do what he wants. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it can be this or it can be anything else. But those stories of people coming to Jesus are, are, they are fuel for us in our exhaustion to just keep going because it never gets old. It's just been an amazing thing to watch. It truly has been groundbreaking. I'll just quickly say for me and my husband, we are huge fans. So Thank okay. you so much for this. Uh, what do you hope people take away from season three of The Chosen? Oh, gosh, I hope people are taking away what I'm still taking away. We um, we're, we continue to go through hard things with kids and, and life and friends. And um, the theme is, is come to me, you who are weary. And um, I think I, I think you just understand that anew at every new season of life. And so as I'm watching the show, it's ministering to me, which is weird to say since we've seen it at all the pieces. But um, I think we struggle with that. I think we struggle to rest. I think we struggle to trust the Lord when when things get harder or he chooses something that we don't like or he allows something that we don't understand. And so um, the notion of trusting him and his timing, that's been a big theme uh, throughout the, the series is just I love when um, they ask Jesus questions and he's like, soon, soon. And, and no one knows what soon means. But when you look at the face of Jesus, you, you have a, um, you're more likely to trust that he's got you in the waiting. And so I think that's been a big uh, theme of season three for me. And that's what I hope I am hoping people take away. What has been the most impactful moment while filming this season? Gosh, um, the most impactful moment. Um, you know, the, I think the, the healing of the, um, bleeding woman, um, really encapsulates waiting more than, more than anything else, right? 12 years. Like we cannot even get our minds around that. A lot of people can, but, um, waiting for the same prayer and, um, waiting on deliverance and waiting on, um, just making any rhyme or reason of your life for 12 years. Um, and then just seeing the impact of that during shooting on the actors and things that they were going through very, very much paralleling, um, deliverance and healing. And so what we're doing, we always say ground zero of the ministry of the chosen is the set of the chosen. Um, and what, you know, we're, it starts with us. It starts with what we're struggling with, what we're, what we're wanting to understand more of and what our people who come to us, um, are going through. And so that to me really sums up, um, not only the season, but just, um, for me personally, what was most impactful, like, um, 
when Jesus says that you're, you know, you've been waiting for 12 years, that's a really long time. Just him acknowledging that. I don't know. That was really impactful to me. It was like, yeah, sometimes we're waiting for a really long time. And that, that made him sad, you know, and that he grieves with us and that he, he gets down on our level and comforts us. I mean, that I loved that. That human element is so palpable in the chosen, which like you said, I think like connects at the heart level and grab the tissue box because I'm feeling it. <laughs> I know, me too. I'm always like. <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about, you know, connecting with some of the characters. Are there specific people in The Chosen, whether they're disciples or the women that, that you particularly connect with? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Simon, largely, I'm, I'm, uh, I work things out, uh, outside of myself a lot of the time, which means I knock over a lot of bases. Um, yeah, I would, I would say Simon and then Eden, um, Dallas has said a number of times, a lot of our, um, a lot of Eden is based on our conversations. So, um, I'm a mix. I think I'm a mixture of those two more than anyone. We are on to season three. And obviously you mentioned a little bit about how it's impacted you. How has this entire journey impacted your faith? I mean, I think one of the coolest ways for me is um, at the start of it, um, I was more fearful than I'm seeing myself be now. I know that um, we left a previous job without a job and um, had, I really had to wrestle with the Lord with that, where it was like, you're going to go forward. And, and it was kind of like walking into the wilderness without a plan. And I, I do, I don't do great without plans. <laughs> and, um, and that was really hard and scary, but then watching God provide. So, you know, connect the dots so merciful, so mercifully and so um, beautifully that now when I, when he requires things, I'm a little more open-handed. I'm a little quicker to say, okay, because he's so faithful and he proves himself time and time again. And so I think this, um, has been, I mean, he, uh, there are constant, uh, opportunities to practice that faith in his faithfulness. Um, but yeah, that I think, um, I'm much more likely to, uh, trust him and to head out, um, into the unknown than I, than I had been previously. When it comes to the spiritual journey of the viewer, how are you hoping that you're going to impact those people and that audience out there? Um, yeah. So we, have I think Dallas has really had his um his calling clarified for him with um actually that that um scene of the miracle of the fish in season one where Jesus fills Simon's boat with fish and afterwards he compares um the gathering and the catching of fish to gathering people. And Dallas is like hey my calling is to gather. I'm just supposed to tell the stories of Jesus and to, for who, to whoever come. I think we have a lot, um, in, in the Christian world of judging the people who come. And, and, and even though we, we preach this message of come as you are, um, very good at that. And I know I haven't been good at that throughout my life. And so just this clarity on you gather, God will sort it out, you know, and he tells Simon Peter in that he's like, you gather, I'll sort them out. Um, and so we're no longer sorting or judging. It's like, just come and hear the stories of Jesus, come and hear the stories of Jesus. Um, but we do want people to stay. And so that's where my calling has really come into place of like, you're, you're supposed to disciple these people who want to be discipled once they're here. And so that's the point of our extra books. And that's why we have Bible studies and devotionals, because we want people who come and who end up loving the chosen to then have 
tools to grow deeper and to stay because it's sometimes hard, hard to stay with Jesus. You come and it's exciting and it feels really good. And then life doesn't go the way you think it should. And you're disappointed in him or in things and um, disillusioned and, and fall away. And we don't want that for people. We want people to remain and grow deeper. So um, I think that's been our callings kind of in tandem as they've been working out. And that's our hope for people who watch is that they come without being judged and that they stay. For our listeners who want to learn more about it and want to learn more about everything that is out there when it comes to The Chosen, how can they go about doing that? Oh, gosh. Our app has pretty much access to everything that you would need. So download The Chosen app and you can watch it and you can see all kinds of extra fun content and you can order cool sweatshirts and books and things like that. So that's the way. Thank you so much for joining us today, Amanda. It's been absolutely incredible to hear your heart the chosen and where it's going we really appreciate it thanks for having me guys and thank you so much for joining us and for listening today remember if you want to hear this full conversation again you could do that by checking out our podcast connections with mike tom and colleen hood you can find that at podcastville.ca or wherever else you get your favorite podcast from don't forget to subscribe we'll talk to you again on connections